Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. So kill the lights, grab a cold one, and join us as we dive into this mad world we love. I'm Nick. I'm Seamus. And I'm Jamie. Like scary movies. Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? As a reminder to all listening, if you want to help us to continue growing as a podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on whichever streaming platform you use. To stay up to date with us and all of our episodes, be sure to follow all of our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fear and Beer Pod. Feel free to reach out to us. We love to interact with you all. Week seven. We are already in week seven. It's crazy. I feel like we could talk about this thing for 10 months and we only get to do it for two. It's crazy. It's insane. I can't believe it. it happens every year, but it still surprises me. Today, we are going to start taking a look back at our pre-ranks. So we're going to go into our hype versus reality series these next couple of weeks and talk about the stuff that we had placed on lists in certain spots that may or may not still be in those spots. Today, we're going to tackle scare zones. This one will probably be a little bit of a shorter one because, well, there's only five of them. And if you've gone this year... There's not as much to talk about in the past years. We'll leave it at that and we'll 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 get ready for our our discussions. Before we kick off, I do want to remind everybody we are hosting live in person HHN and horror movie trivia with HHN365, the RIP tour and Haunt Girls. That's coming up October 23rd at 8 p.m. at Top Golf right in Orlando. Come on down. We have a lot of cool prizes. We've been posting about them. We're giving away one of those Jack the Clown art series posters from 2020. We got some shot glasses. We got some mystery monster plushes. We got a tumbler that we haven't shown yet, but we're going to be getting that. We got some merch for Murder on Main. We got a lot of cool stuff for y'all to win. So come on out. Have some fun. It's going to be a really good time. I'm very, very, very excited for this to to come to fruition because it's it's been a, a labor of love. But let's get into it. So beer, what am I drinking tonight? That's a great question. This is called Journey to Planet Pumpkin. It's a UFO beer from Boston. I forgot UFOs from Boston. But this is a pumpkin yam beer. It's a 5.9%. And they say that this is a made into jack-o'-lanterns and baked goods and a select few get pureed. Blah, 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 blah. It's a pumpkin beer. That's all we got to get to. I'm going to crack this thing open. I'm going to pour it out. And Jamie, I know you got some funky thing that you just picked out of the fridge. I do have a fun little one over here. Me and Nick picked out some fun things a couple of weeks ago at the bottle shop over in like Ivanhoe Park area. But I got wizard sleeves and this is from... I just had it up here. This is from Arcane Aleworks, and Arcane Aleworks is a nano brewery in Largo, Florida, so kind of local. This is a blackberry tamarind ginger sour, and I'm not going to lie. I cracked this open a little early because I was really excited to try it, and it is very tasty. Definitely get the uh, the tarim- tamarind aftertaste, which is actually kind of nice. It's a little earthy, but it's really good. Yeah, just off the nose, this one one sniff, it's... Definitely kind of shipyardy, got a little bit more yam to it, but I'm I'm excited to, to take a swig of this and see what it actually tastes like. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little sip of mine and Jamie, I think you already sipped yours. So why don't you talk about what yours is like? I did. And it's 
Honestly, I was kind of worried that the blackberry notes that it has to it would be kind of overpowering for the tamarind and ginger because that's what I was really excited about getting with this one. And it's definitely more tamarind forward, which is nice. It's a 6% ABV I forgot to mention earlier as well. So not too bad, but very tasty. I like this. I could see myself drinking a couple of these. Yeah, definitely more of a yam beer on my on my side. It's it's made with the pumpkin, real pumpkin puree. So it, that cuts out a lot of the spice so to speak. So it's really not that shipyardy, spicy pumpkin style beer. It's just oh. very pure pumpkin-y, which is, I still enjoy, but it's not that style of shipyard if that's kind of what you're looking for. But that's what we got for beers. I think Seamus is probably silver bowl in it. I always, yeah, I always have to I don't confirm. have anything special right now. I'm I always, sorry. I always still confirm. No, and we're all drinking beer. That's the name of the, that's the, that's the name of the game right here. So let's kick this off. I have the lists in front of me of where we rank these five scare zones, and I think it's only fitting. We'll start at five, and we'll kind of work our way up. Uh, So I will start my discussion. Mine, on number five, I had Dr. Oddfellow's Collection of Horror. And now, Seamus, you had that at five as well. So I guess me and you can kind of tag team this real quick. Do you think that it's still at the bottom for you, or did it kind of migrate a little bit? This one's gonna be this this episode's gonna be hard for me because I don't think the the zones have shifted too much. Um but I would say that this one's probably gone up maybe one spot because I think there's just one that has not excited me or not really done much for me the whole season so far. Um so yeah, I would say it's gone up a little bit, but not not by much. I'm in that same boat as well. It's if I had to rank them now, I think it would shift up one spot and my five and four from previous rankings would flip flop uh, and you'll figure out which one that is in a little bit. But I Dr. Oddfellow's collection of horror. It's it's a fun zone. The characters are cool, but I think the area in which it is is just hurting it. It's just not great area. It's it feels very short. It feels the tail end of it seems too connected to Dark Zodiac and it just it kind of just gets lost in translation. It feels tacked on to the event. Uh, and I don't know if that's just because of where it's got, where it gets stuck, but I feel like it's just so easy to just walk through it and not really think about it. And it's, it, it kind of stinks a little bit because I really think that this character needs more, needs more. Like he's not in a lot of areas and this is the one area where you really get him um, outside of his house. So I think that, if it was in a bigger area, like a bigger spot, maybe if they had instead of done dark Zodiac and just did, did his scare zone there, maybe it'd be a little bit better, but I think it just struggles from that particular spot. I couldn't agree more. I, it just feels like an afterthought. You know, the set piece of his little traveling caravan is cool with the stage, but I've rarely seen it used. And then the only other props in the zone are these just big, big trunks that are kind of set in the corner. So it just, it did feel like a little bit of an afterthought, which is a shame because it's such a cool character. The house absolutely delivers and the zone sort of just falls flat a little bit for me. So Jamie, at your five, you had shipyard 32. What is your thoughts on shipyard 32 as it stands today? And is that in the same spot? Did it move around? What are we, what are you looking at over there? So it actually moved up a little bit for me. I switched uh, switched two around now thinking about it, thinking back, because <laughs> funny that you guys were talking about the uh, Oddfellow scare zone, as you would call it. But 
I feel like now just doing it a couple times, I was kind of a little excited for it. Don't want to say I had my hopes too high for it, but I was coming into it open-minded. But I just feel like it's very forgettable now, which is unfortunate. And I feel like even though personally, Shipyard's maybe not my favorite scare zone, I feel like it has a little bit more than it does in the Oddfellow scare zone, which I feel like adds a little bit more. And I've honestly gotten a couple decent scares in the Shipyard scare zone. And I really think some of the characters are funny. They're cool. The Tooth Fairy is really interactive. The little dog face sailor man that Nick doesn't. Nick thinks is goofy. Oh, I like him. God, I think he's funny. I, <laughs> I think he's so I funny. So <laughs> and he it's scared so me. Cheap. Scared me so real cheap. bad, honestly. <laughs> cheap, 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 cheap. But yeah, so I think uh, Shipyard Thirty Two went up to my number four spot, and unfortunately, Doctor Oddfellow's Collection of Horrors went down to my number five spot. All right, so we'll jump back up to the top of the list now for me. So again, me and Shame. Me and Seamus have similar lists, and I'm curious if they're going to stay that way. But at the four spot, I had Shipyard 32 as well as Seamus. So I'll kind of say my piece, and I'll pass it off to Seamus. Uh, Shipyard 32, like we, I just sort of mentioned, it kind of fell to the bottom for me. It just doesn't – it's still at the point where it doesn't feel like it clicks. I I know that scare zones don't have to have stories. I know that people don't really necessarily go to the event for the scare zones, go for the houses and the atmosphere and stuff like that. And the scare zones are a nice cherry on top, but it just feels like another mixed match. Here are some characters and here's some setting and like the crane is cool, but again, it's just pushed into the corner. I would have much preferred something along the lines of where we had last year. They, I feel like last year they utilized this space the best they have in the recent years. And they just kind of took a, a step backwards this year. And I'm not sure why they chose to do that, but unfortunately they did. They made some choices and I just know I don't buy in on all the choices. I need some sort of story. And like we mentioned before, you could have had something as simple as these characters are escaping and the, the dock workers are fending them off, but there's no real interactions between those characters that I've seen. So I just, it falls really flat for me, unfortunately. But Seamus, you had this at four as well. Uh, are you along the same mindset? Yeah, it, this one fell down to five. Um, and I think it's only because I'm still hoping that Dr. Oddfellow's Scare Zone can do something for me eventually over the next couple of weeks before the season ends. Um, but I, I'm not holding out hope that this one will ever, this one really will change um, my mind. I, I, yeah, I'm with you. It's just. There's nothing going on. It feels really flat. It doesn't really do a whole lot. I think, you know, this is one of the ones you can kind of just walk through and and ignore and you're not missing anything. And it's unfortunate because I think that there's a lot that they could do with the theme that they just didn't do. Uh, and maybe, maybe there's some recency bias going on here too, where we're so close to... Um, um oh my god what was the one last year there um conjure the dark dark. um i think that with conjure the dark being so interactive and there's so much going on in the in how all the characters kind of tied into each other and there were you know there were real things there to draw your attention i think that not having that here hurts the scare zone I, i really do i'm beginning to really fall in love with this area for a scare zone too i mean that's that's the crazy thing like i like where they put you know, the jungle and I like, obviously that area is really, really good for certain things. And the, um, New York area is really open and, and wide and it's good for 
a lot to kind of happen. Um, and we'll kind of go through that scare zone in a little bit, but I think that this area is starting to get on, like draw me in. It's just, they need to have the right theme and they, they have to have the right, you know, level of scare actors. Well, that's not the right way to put that, but they need to have the right, um, idea for that area. And I don't think this is it. I, like you said, like they have a couple of, at least they have one pretty big, cool set piece, but they don't do anything with it. It just kind of sits there and it looks almost like, I hate to put it this way because I've seen some really good high school productions, but it, it almost feels really high school stage show production esque. The sets feel really like just, I don't want to say amateurish, but they just, they don't, because it's not amateurish, but it very just feels stag- very stagnant, very stagnant, very plywood e. I know it sounds weird, but it just doesn't feel universal where I feel like a lot of them tend to have that big universal esque expanse. Like, look, look at um, Scarecrow from last year. Like, even though it was really dark and it was kind of hard to see what was going on, uh, it just still felt like it was a big awesome set piece that they took some time to build and, 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 you know, fit with the right theme and characters in there. So it kind of draw, it draws you in. This one doesn't do that. This one really feels like you kind of just have to walk through it because it's there. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I'm just not a, not a huge fan of it. And I'm, I'm not trying to go off on, on it, but yeah, this is definitely the weakest of the five and I don't think it's going to change before the end of October. Yeah. Kind of the downfall of theming a scare zone about, boxes it's literally just boxes and well, shipping right containers. exactly yeah it's, uh, it's just it's just they could have i think they could have done more i think they could have used the scare actors in a better way maybe you know had them interact a little bit better but just kind of walking around and going oh, oh, which again it's a scare zone what, what, what do you expect but you know they have that one character in the cage thing set piece but they don't really do anything with it they're just in there and I always think that something's going to happen because there's always a crowd of people standing looking at it, but it's like nothing's happening. It's just a person in a cage yeah, and they, they just shake the bars. Yeah. It's not, not again, nothing, nothing is unique about it. Unfortunately. No. Yeah. Uh, so Jamie, moving down to year number four, you sort of mentioned already that you flipped them, but Dr. Oddfellow's collection of horror was at your four. So where's it now and why? So, yeah, it it definitely had to go down to my number five. Like I mentioned, I just feel like it's it's unfortunate because it's a little forgettable. And I do like the characters that are in there and when you get to see them and stuff like that. And they are pretty interactive. But I feel like just with the spot that they have it in the park, it just can't be utilized well enough to feel like a full scare zone. And I feel like that's the big thing for me, because when you walk through like Vamp, for example, and like Shipyard 32, even Shipyard 32, like even though it's that smaller little area, I feel like I've liked a lot of the scare zones that have been there previously. And same thing with that. It's kind of disappointing that it's not as great as some of the past ones have been. But yeah, I just wish they had a little more added to it. Like you guys were saying earlier when you were talking about it being a little bit lower on your list, it just kind of sucks that they don't really have as many set pieces in either scare zone. I feel like that's what I usually like looking at, even though some of the characters are cool. And I know you guys don't really like the the mashup of characters and stuff like that, but I usually enjoy that. But I just wish they had a couple more different ones in Shipyard and same thing with Oddfellow. I feel like I usually only see, see like the same like three or four. Yeah. So again, we'll go back up to me and Seamus because our initial lists were exactly the same. So I'm curious to see where they stand. But um, I'll let you start off on this one. So Seamus, we both had Jungle of Doom at our three spot. So where's that at for you currently? 
<laughs> uh, I'm going to say this one's moved up. Um, again, they haven't moved a whole lot, to be honest with you, but this one's moved up to my two spot. I think that this one has grown on me a little bit. It still suffers from being as tight as it is. It's very, very. Th- it's a very thin walkway. It's hard to sometimes on a busy night get through it with re- without really getting to enjoy what's going on. It's hard to focus. Like you have to really, you have to go on a on a slower night. Which unfortunately this year it's there's been fewer and far between uh, slow nights and at this point. But you have to kind of go on a night where it's not crazy to truly appreciate the work that went into it because you really can't stop when it's busy. If you stop, you're the asshole that won't, it kind of just stops in, in traffic. And, um, <laughs> yep, yep. that's me. And, and trust me. I've been there. We've all, we've all done it. It's not like it's something that like anybody in particular does, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's hard with that one because if there's so many people coming at you, especially if you catch traffic in the wrong direction, like sometimes you'll go through that scare zone and you've got people coming at you and it's a whole crowd of people all coming down that one direction and it happens both ways uh, and it's just unfortunate and and again it's still I, I don't know what it is about that area if it's the trees or what but the fog is so intense it's so heavy in that scare zone that like how can you really appreciate what they built if you can't see it and that's my and that and that's my one gripe with that area and that's the same every year like it's the same gripe every year seems to be pretty um pretty much the same gripe i have but other than that, I mean, it's it, it's it's grown on me. I like the characters in this one. All the costumes look awesome. I don't think there's a cheap costume in this area. Uh, I think they all have they're all relatively unique. Um, they make good use of the stilt walkers in this area, and um, I even kind of like the little Indiana Jones looking dude in the in the beginning with his skull and his little set piece that he's got going on. Um, I think another thing that's, that that the scare zone struggles with is that they want to have that opening set piece as you walk through it but it's so kind of out of the way it's hard to like catch it at the right time it's not like it was with conjure the dark last year where it was very much the thing in the scare zone is that big stage set piece or if you're over in the new york area where they have that big stage set up like that's a big set piece area this one they have that but it's kind of like pushed off to the side and it's hard to like get there at the right time if you happen to be hanging out there maybe at the maybe at the the food, the food kiosk there, the Mexican food kiosk, whatever that is, um, you can kind of see it at that point. But if you're not hanging out over there, which a lot of people don't, because there's not much going on, there's just two scare zones, a food place, and a and a few kiosks to buy merch. Like there's no house or anything over that direction to really keep you there, and that kind of kind of sucks. If they if they if they switch sides, almost if they put like the set piece on the other side where there's more of like a uh, 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 an intersection of people like going to houses or going over to additional houses uh, or coming through the scare zone. If they put it there, maybe more people would catch it, but I just feel like it's, it's easy to miss and that kind of hurts it a little bit, but it's gone up to, it's gone up to two. I would say it's not the favorite, my favorite, but it's definitely gone up. Yeah. I'm in the similar mindset. It's, it's moved up for me. Um, I think, I think one spot as well. Uh, I do like the characters. Uh, like you mentioned the fog, it's, it's just that setting it's going to be it's going to be heavy and i love the fog but it does kind of hurt you visually it's tough to walk through when there's it's that much of a crowd the, the scare zone like i said we we talked about it previously before the season kicked off I, I think they really needed to take advantage of those set pieces that were set beyond the boundaries of the zone maybe something behind the 
the fencing similar to what they had in Vikings undead to really like maximize the area that they're allowed to build in. And they didn't necessarily do that. Um, there's not a huge variety of characters about four or five. And then just coming from last year with scarecrow, albeit it wasn't the best, best functional thing either. But when you think about it, you know, we had the giant windmill, we had the car, we had like porta potty set up kind of things like those old school outhouses. We had, the barn we had a lot of builds in there and again it sort of got cheapened a little bit it's like we got a really cool stage up front and then we have two or three little cocoons in more boxes i don't know what their infatuation is with boxes this year but we got them in the plenty but yeah jungle is is in a weaker year of scare zones it's it's moved up my list a little bit now jamie uh at your three you had dark zodiac so where is that for you currently it's staying right there in the number three spot. It actually kind of sucks because I was really looking forward to the scare zone and I had it kind of low because I didn't want to get my expectations too high for it. But honestly, I feel like maybe it's just the way we like move through the park usually when we go and stuff like that. But I feel like I personally haven't hit Dark Zodiac very much. And I feel like it's just there's one scare zone that just really outdoes it for me where I'm always at. But I just feel like I haven't had that draw to go to that scare zone with as I have with others and I was really looking forward to this because I love the zodiac interpretation all that kind of stuff but it's really hard to decipher sometimes um what characters which and stuff like that I know some of them have like the little light up uh, zodiac signs on them and stuff like that but I just feel like maybe this year I don't know I just feel like they were kind of lacking in the props and stuff for the scare zones even with this I feel like it was just missing something like it has the smaller side stages and stuff like that and I've seen like the Aries do their little set and stuff like that but I feel like it just needs something more I'm not sure and I know you guys aren't huge fans of the chainsaws but (laughs) I feel like at least the chainsaws add a little pizzazz to it maybe but but I don't know I really like the music I really like the lighting in there the fog's not that bad it's just just hasn't been the one that's really drawn me to it this year yeah pizzazz is the right word for sure i'm sure we'll talk about that like i said we're going to do a little bit of a shorter one so we're not going to have a full chainsaw tangent today but we will hit on those we will hit on those so again me and seamus at our number two spots both had vamp 69 summer of blood for me it has claimed the number one spot it has moved up I, I do really enjoy this zone. I like the vibe. I like the music. I think they could have benefited from a bigger playlist. I think there's some songs that are missing that I they should have just had. There's there's no reason to not have them. You know, songs like Sweet Caroline, like I don't I don't I don't love that it's there. Um, being a Boston sports fan, I know that's like sacrilege, but I just kind of hate that song. Um, surprising that there's no Jimi Hendrix, stuff like that. But the characters in the zone are really cool. The characters just go all out. They look like they're having a good time. And that's sort of the vibe that the the festival was was intended to have. I do think that this stands out head and shoulders above everything else based off of the current scare zones we have this year. So I would be curious where I would put this on a list of, of scare zones if everything else kind of pulled their weight. You know, if we put this in something like last year's event where the zones were, I I thought very, very well, I'd be curious where it would land because while I do enjoy it a lot and I like the vibes, it is a very basic standard vampires walking around cool set pieces, but 
very basic stuff. Uh, so I'd be curious where I would have listed that had we had a year of like Vamp 69 mixed with like Sweet Revenge, Conjure the Dark, Scarecrow, stuff like that from last year. I'm curious where I would put that because I don't know if it would be at the number one spot. But for this year, for me, it has claimed the number one spot. So Seamus, your thoughts on Vamp 69 as it stands? Yeah, I mean, you kind of just covered everything. I'll just reiterate that I think this one has taken my number one spot almost by default. Uh, and not to say this is bad. It's not. Uh, it's just by by far this year, it's the best scare zone. Um, the most, it's got the most going on. It's got the biggest set pieces, which it kind of benefits from the location that it's put in. But for this particular theme, you kind of need to put it there. I don't think you really can put it anywhere else. Uh, but yeah, like you said, judging based on what the others are right now, I just don't see how this one uh, can be topped in any way uh it does feel a little it does feel a little bland compared to sweets just because you don't have the unique cast of characters that you did last year but i think for what it is it's really good i love the fact that you don't really know who's a character and who isn't and they can sneak up on you a little bit better than they can they could in in other years um so that's kind of cool i like that part of it but um i think that's the biggest uh you know the biggest benefit to that particular schedule plus the music's good i mean like you said there's definitely some songs that i think they probably should have tried to get but maybe it was an issue with rights or licensing that it was make a little bit harder to 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 procure but uh, otherwise i think it's 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 really well done um for the most part and uh other than that i think the only thing i wish they would do more is use the stage more uh, i don't think they use the stage enough like why did you put all the effort to put a big like stage up if it's just gonna be a set piece um i feel like you know it would have been better to have like some actual like pretend bands come out and pretend to play the songs or pretend to play music lip sync a little bit but maybe they just didn't have the time to put that production together uh that's the only thing that i think that this one lacks is just it, it it feels like they put a lot of effort into some of this stuff to not do as many, Hey, stop and watch this. And I think that, that, I mean, that's also one of those things that could benefit the, the wait times, which we haven't, we're not talking about that tonight, but like, that's one of the things is like the wait times in the houses are so bad because there's nothing to draw people's attention away from them. So this is one of those things. I think that this scare zone lacks, but it's not enough to say that it's not the best one there. I mean, it's by far the best scare zone this year and i i don't know how people would, would disagree with that yeah i think i think the whole not having as much interactions on the stage definitely hurt it a little bit because that you know i don't want to say hurt it but i think it was another missed opportunity but so jamie for your number two you had jungle of doom where is that for you currently Jungle of Doom is still at number two for me. I actually really enjoy Jungle of Doom. I know you guys were mentioning earlier how it gets a little bit um, clustered and jammed up in there and stuff like that. And the fog's a little bit heavy sometimes. But I just really enjoy... I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because I like that area that they have for the scare zone itself. I just feel like it's so immersive with the trees and all that kind of stuff and the little bad eyes that they have in there. I just always, it just feels like Halloween walking through that scare zone, usually whatever that they have there. And I really like the characters that they have, the praying mantis on the stilts, the, I think it's like a snake character with like a little shaker and stuff like that. 
all around, I think it's a good scare zone. I just wish that, like you had mentioned before too, Nick, what they did, how they did with a uh, Viking, how they had a scare actor on the other side of the fence. They utilized that area a little bit more. I know they have the uh, <laughs> the rats like rotating on like the barbecue skewer right now that I've seen and stuff like that. But I wish they just added a little bit more over there just to give you something more to look at because it is kind of hard to see everything when there's so many people walking through the scare zone and everything. Yeah, there, there's those little nuances in that zone, but just I, they needed to do just that little extra, I think. Um, so back up to me and Seamus. Both of us at number one had Dark Zodiac. So I will let Seamus kind of tee off first to kind of see where it's at. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be nice tonight. Um, it's definitely fallen, unfortunately. And I don't think it's the fault of the scare zone. I think, unfortunately, it suffers from extreme <laughs> extraneous issues as we've discussed before uh that i don't know why universal thought it was necessary to do uh do that but um yeah i mean i think it was super hyped up for me because i wasn't sure what it was gonna be i didn't i've never you know had never seen anything like it before so that's why i was really excited um i I wanted to to experience something new i feel like we get a lot of the same themes regularly and it's sometimes not boring but just all right yeah we've seen this before yeah zombies up vampires up you know this that the other thing but this one felt different it felt like it was going to be something um totally unique and and i think it is in 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 certain ways but at the same time it's it's not as unique as i would have liked and i don't know if that's just this i don't know if it's if it's the um if it's the um, uh, characters, or if it's if it's the something layout. more, yeah, or if it's the layout, I, I I feel like it's a little sparse for that area. And and the funny thing is, is we've talked about it before in years past how bright that area tends to be because of the store and a few other lights that are just happen to be in that area. It tends to brighten that that scares it up a little bit. This year, it just feels incredibly dark, like almost like they went too dark. Uh, and it's hard to really focus on what's going on. And once it kind of like once the sun goes down and, and it's beyond dusk, it feels dark. It feels hard to focus on what the characters are and what, you know, where they're coming from. And and that kind of it suffers a little bit from that because um, I really do want to appreciate the work that went into the costumes and the, and the characters in that scare zone. But it's hard to like I, there's a couple that I definitely get, which is like the tall um is she a is she a grasshopper or or or, or, oh, a or scorpion lady yeah the scorpion i forget what bug it was but yeah that one's really cool that one you really understand when you see it but everything else is really hard to focus to, to see what it is so and i think unfortunately it it falls a little bit of, a little bit for me because of that and maybe that's just not, maybe that's just me so you know obviously don't think this is like gospel this is my opinion but that's just kind of where I where it falls for me, and, and and maybe part of it's also because I just don't understand Zodiac, like that whole like that era, that thing. Like I don't understand I'm right um, there astrology with you. or whatever, so I don't understand all of that all that stuff. Like I know I'm a bull, and that's it. But I don't I, I haven't recognized a bull character. That's that's I guess maybe I'm just not picking up on what they're supposed to be, and then that's and that's on me. That one's definitely on me. But unfortunately, I'm not going to harp on it. Why Universal felt it was necessary to put chainsaws in here, I don't know. I don't know if they feel like it needed it because it didn't. 
but you know that's again that's my opinion i know that i, I don't many people don't share that opinion outside of maybe nick <laughs> him and i tend to think quite alike yep. <laughs> in a lot of ways um but i feel like the ambiance the vibe they were going for it's just completely ruined by that ning, 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 ning sound and I get it. Chainsaws are a part of Halloween. I understand that, but just for me, it's just put them where they're where they should be, and not in something like this where they have zero, like zero purpose to be there. I mean, yeah, you can you can retrofit a story in there, like, well, they're the minions of so and so. Okay, fine, whatever. But it's it's more just the physical chainsaw that really throws me off. But I'm not going to spend a ton of time whining about it. I still think the scare zone is top three right now. So. Um, whether that's because the other two are just that bad or it's just, you know, I still find some things about it to like. I think it's a mixture of both of those things, but I don't know. You tell me what you think. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy or something like that. I know, I know Jamie thinks I'm nuts, but I don't know, Nick. How, how, how do you, what do you think about it? Are you, you kind of on the same page? I think you are. Yeah, I'm on the same page. It's I, I was very, very, very excited about this, especially since it shared the same name as the one from Singapore, and it resembles similar characteristics with the character design. I, I, the design on these characters is is awesome, and <clears throat> with on with a part of this discussion, I kind of thought of something, and I'll toss it your guys' way after we finish these lists to see if if the event would have benefited from this little swap that I have in mind. But yeah, I, I really like the zone. I, I like the vibes. I like the settings. I, I think they could have had more set pieces. Again, just comparing this year to last year, Graveyard had a lot of settings. It felt like there was a layout. It felt like you had to walk a certain way. And this one just kind of feels like, again, I, I think they put their budget into the houses this year and it shows, which I'm not going to complain about that. Um, if that's what we get, then that's what we get. And I'll be I'll be happy with that. If that's what produces 10 really good houses, well, nine really good houses. But um, yeah. I, I share the same opinion on the chainsaws. Uh, I understand they fit at horror events. That's fine. But as long as they fit, if they don't fit, don't force it. It's like putting a square into a little circle peg in preschool. It's just not going to work uh, with this mystical dark Zodiac symbol. For me personally, it doesn't fit there. You, you could have put them in shipyard or something uh, or Dr. Oddfellows, and it would have made more sense than dark Zodiac for me. But again, I, I like the zone. It's fallen to that three spot, but that's just kind of where I, I land on Dark Zodiac. So, Jamie, number one, Vamp 69. You've said the last two didn't change. I don't anticipate this one changing. It did not change. I never let them I never let them down. I was I was locked in from the beginning. I just I say it every time. I don't want to beat a dead horse and keep talking about it, but I just love the scare zone so much. Not only is it by far the best scare zone this year, but it's just an all-around great scare zone it's probably going to be one of my favorites probably one of my favorite iterations of vamp which is really hard because i really liked vamp 89 as well but i just feel like finally now going more and stuff like that we're cup we're seven weeks into the event all that kind of stuff i feel like now i've heard a more extensive playlist the character the scare actors just their connection and their energy that they have with each other it just like you could just tell that they love being in that scare zone. And honestly, it seems like a lot of them are maybe either like friends outside of this and stuff like that because they just interact so well. They're really interactive with you. They're always coming up, hissing at me. I love it. I just, <laughs> vampires and hippies and just that whole era, I've always been attracted to. And I'm just really happy with how the scare zone panned out. The only thing I would have to say, which it still really isn't that big of a deal for me, is just that 
the stage presence that you guys said before. They have this immaculate stage set up, and I do wish that they utilized it more. Maybe it's just me personally not catching it at the right time, but I do see more things happening in front of the stage with some of the scare actors with each other versus than I have on the actual stage. Maybe they just don't want some of like the props to get messed up and stuff like that. I'm not really sure what's going on. Or like I said, if I've just missed the certain times, but Vamp 69, it's a wonderful scare zone. You all have outdone yourself. I just, I can't applaud it enough. I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, we're going to mention Megan before we sign off or, or no. <laughs> um, I, uh, I think sure. my biggest it's, point is this just doesn't happen enough. Yeah, it's fine. I, 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 I'd be lying if I said I didn't enjoy it. It's quick. It's yeah, in and out. It. It's inoffensive. Um, I kind of like that it's sort of hidden, but I do wish that it was posted or at least yeah. happened frequently enough so that people didn't feel gypped by not seeing it. I like. The well, song that's exactly too. it. Like all we hear is the stories of people saying like there was no Megan. Like with a big big talk of Megan, and I understand they want it to kind of be like a flash mob, but like at least flash mobs, <laughs> they happen more. Um discreetly I, well maybe that's not the right word they they happen frequently. more yeah well not even just frequently they just like when they happen they happen like people know that it's happening like yeah you guys, can they kind of show up and then like they dance and then they go away but they do it like once it seems like once every like two weeks so um maybe they're going to increase the number over the course of the next three weeks but i i feel like it was just not done enough and maybe that maybe that's just me but yeah otherwise yeah, yeah it doesn't bother me i think it's pretty fun so before we sign off, I do I did come up with a little suggestion. What if we had a placement swap on these zones? Do you think just a simple overall, do you think this would have worked better? So I think what if up front we had Shipyard 32 in the New York area? That's where Dr. Oddfellows was in San Francisco. That's where you could put Dark Zodiac. Jungle remains the same. And then over in Hollywood, that's where you had Vamp 69. Uh, Jamie, do you think that that would have been better locations for these? It's it's tough to say. I agree with you that I think Shipyard and Dr. Oddfellow would benefit from... Is that what you were saying, switching those two around? So I would have had Shipyard right up front because yep. it can kind of be a, a what you're going to see in the zones. Right. Um, I think Vamp over in Hollywood would have been fine because okay. it just would have been more compressed and it's it's mm -hmm. been there before. I think New York, you could have put Oddfellow and given him the stage, have uh. him have stage presence. And then Dark Zodiac can go over to the San Francisco area and, and be utilized over there. So I think Shipyard could benefit from being up at the front. I think that I have to disagree with putting Oddfellow in New York, only in the sense that maybe if they did have a bigger area, they would have done more, but only in the sense that there was only so many characters utilized in that scare zone. I think that I could see it that scare zone being in the San Francisco area, kind of similar to how they did um, Conjure the Dark last year. I feel like he could have his little stage area over there and stuff like that. I think that could work too. Vamp being in Hollywood, I could see that only because they did Vamp 59 or Vamp 55, I'm sorry, there before. And I definitely think that could work there and they could have had the stage in the middle and maybe they would have been able to focus on that aspect of it more, the stage aspect. They could have made more of a spectacle out of it, I guess you could say. But I, I see what you're going with here. I see what you're going with. 
Uh, Seamus, quickly, what do you think about those? I don't think anything can save Shipyard, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I don't think moving it's really going to change the fact that it's it's still boring. It's still flat. There's something going on. I don't, I don't think what our problems are with it will be changed by where it's put. That's that's my thing. What I do agree with though is I think Oddfellow and or um, Dark Zodiac would have benefited from being in the San Francisco area. I think that area is really really well set up for a stage and for a little like side act um, like we got with Conjure the Dark. And I think Oddfellow would have been great there. I, I agree with Jamie one hundred percent. I think if you put his little his little cart thing and him and his characters. Uh, and he could do, he could do like a little show or some sort of like, um, I'm even thinking like, like a, like a voodoo show type thing. Cause it's kind of what his character gives me the vibes of is like voodoo and, um, you know, that like the Bayou and the, in the Louisiana, he's got that Cajun stuff and you could kind of tie his house into it a little bit as well. I, I think that would have been great for him. I think that would have totally changed how his scare zone is. I think where it is right now, that's what hurts him the most is where he's put. Um, But shipyard, I don't think can be saved. I think vamp should stay where it is. I don't think vamp would be any better anywhere else. I think it'd be worse than if it was anywhere, but there, Uh, I just wish they would use the stage more. Yeah. Um, And then I think jungle obviously needs to be where it is. Like jungle can't really be moved. Um, But yeah, I think, I think outside of that, I think the only one that really, really would benefit a move would be, be dr oddfellow yeah all right well that is it for tonight quickly before we wrap up i do want to remind everybody live in person hhn trivia and horror movie trivia at top golf monday october 23rd at 8 p.m with us hhn 365 the rip tour and honk girls but until next time this is nick this is muted seamus <laughs> this is jamie <laughs> happy haunts we'll see you in the fog bye and again i would just like to thank vampire stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music so if you would just go check him out spotify facebook again that is vampire stepdad